<sighs> On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks find another way to lose a game they probably shouldn't have against the Warriors at home. What happened down the stretch? What happened in that third quarter play that Mark Cuban is going to protest? We know it. We'll talk about that and more on today's oh, Locked On Maps. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. NBA champion. He hit it. Bang! Bang! It's good. Bang! It's good. And the Mavericks have won the game. If you don't believe, you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. Welcome. You are locked down to the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, get that music out of here. If we're supposed to be on this end of the court or that end of the court, my name is Nick Ingstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, every side of the court. Thanks for being part of the show. Make it Locked On Mavs. Your first listen each and every day. Subscribe or follow for free wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. What is the most frustrating part of this Mavs loss? Let us know below and uh Oh, they're talking. They're discussing the podcast. Uh joining me as always, my co-host writer and contributor at Mavs.com. The protest prince, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? The bingo card for this season <laughs> is just, just, just incredible. Black, just I black mean, Sharpie all over it. I, I mean, you could have so many different things. On, uh, on this bingo card <laughs> from court delays to Jason oh. Kidd quotes, leaking to, roof, yeah, injuries, and here's a new one: trade, it, big, big, big trade. <laughs> yeah, big almost, trade for almost a big ass trade, but I know there are kids <laughs> listening, so I won't say that. Sorry, kids. <laughs> yeah, bleep that one out. You have a soundboard too. Um, Do I still have it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. And now let's add this to the bingo card for this year. <laughs> a protested call in the third quarter. Uh, that was one of the weirder sequences in a while. You know what it is, Isaac? It's great. It's great, dude. Dude, it's great. It's great. It's great, broski. Bro, name it. It's great. It's great. It's great, bro. It's great. It's great. It's great. This life's great, bro. I have no complaints. I don't. Mavs lose 127 to 125, and there was a crazy third quarter play. We'll talk about Luka Doncic's return for the first time in a couple of games after the thigh injury. Talk about Jaden Hardy. Something good. Another something good. It feels like every game they lose, Jaden Hardy does really well, and we get to talk about that and uh, talk about his game. But first, we have to start with what everyone's going to be talking about, what I'm probably going to go talk about on Lockdown NBA here in a couple, in a couple minutes when we're done with this. Uh, in the third quarter, about a minute and 56, minute 55 left. The ball was uh, was scored by the Mavericks. They're taking or they they're taking the ball out of bounds. Timeout was called on the Mavericks. The referee calls for the Warriors ball, but then he also points to the other side and double points because he's saying Wait, Mavs. What? How did you start that whole sequence there? Mavs timeout. What do you mean? Well, like the ball goes out of bounds off of you know. Off of Looney. It seems like it was off of Looney, off of Mavericks. That's what player. it seemed like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when the referee... Yeah, yeah. Anyway, keep going. Did I just lose my mind and say something wrong? Well, you said it was after a scored basket, and then the ref uh, called timeout for the Mavs. And That is that is false. <laughs> that's is completely false. Don't, don't listen to me at all. Anyway, um, rewind. Start over. So the ball looks like it goes off of Looney. Referee points towards the Warriors' side. It's like, Warriors ball. The Mavericks are like, wait, what? And then he points over to the other side and, say, and points... And then he points again, and he looks at Looney, and Looney, like, protests, too, because Looney doesn't think it's off on him, obviously. And so he looks at the ref, and the ref goes, Mavs timeout, like, called timeout. 
But at that point, the ref, the Mavs are already going to the other side of the court because they're going to their timeout. And so then, re, re, like, the play resumes. Warriors are on one side of the court, their side, and the Mavericks are on their side of the court. And two Mavericks are coming up to get the ball to inbound it. But by the time they get to half court, the Warriors had already inbounded the ball because one referee was on that side, the one that called it, and gave the ball to the Warriors, and then the Warriors went and scored, while the other two refs are on the other side of the court, on the other side with the Mavericks. And so Jason Kidd walks out, and then, you know, just in the calmest in the calmest way possible and not angry in any in any sense of the word, uh, went to the ref and said, Explain yourself. Sorry. And so they come over, and they try to explain, and we, you know, we got at the pool report, Tim Cato went and asked them and asked the, the crew chief, said, why was possession given to the Warriors on that play after it was originally signaled to be the Mavericks? And then the crew chief said, initially on the floor, the original signal was, in fact, Golden State Warriors ball that can be seen on video. There is a second signal, but that signal is for a mandatory timeout that was due to the Mavericks. So that's why he signaled one way, then signaled in the other way. The Mavericks are just confused in it. Normally in a play like this, the refs get together and converse. That's what Jason Kidd said. That's what Lucas said after the game. But that didn't happen. They just gave the ball to the Warriors, and the Warriors just scored. And so now we're at this point where, you know, Mark Cuban is is gearing up, ready to protest this. And he has this tweet. Sit sit down and let me let me, let me read this out to you. It's Wh- story, which tweet? It's story time, the first one. Okay. This is from Mark Cuban. For those wondering about the play with 154 to go in the third, let me explain what happened. The ref called Mab's ball. The announcer announced it. So Sean Heath announced it. Then there was a timeout. During that timeout, the official charge changed the call and never told us. Then when they saw us line up as if it was our ball, he just gave the ball to the Warriors. Never said a word to us. They got an easy basket. Crazy that would matter in a two-point game. Worst officiating non-call mistake possibly in the history of the NBA. All they had to do was tell us, and they didn't. According to Sham Sharani, the Mavs now plan to file a protest. Isaac Harris... What happened on that play? Well, what will happen with this protest? Oh, well, nothing's going to happen with the protest unless we get some type of... I'm just waiting for the tweet, right? Is it going to be like a restless night? Sleepless nights. No, I don't even know if it's going to be sleepy. It's going to be like a restless. You know, I was like, man, I, it was a tossing and turning night for us. And we all make mistakes, but... Uh, Referencing the, not- the, when LeBron got fouled by Jason Tatum <laughs> on that play and the referees just, tw- just tweeted out, you know, they're... We, we, we have sleepless, restless nights about, about calls like this, and th- that was all they did, basically. We make mistakes. One. I think the same thing will happen with the Mavericks, yes. I said the Mavericks will get a dub out of this one. A dub stands for a well-written letter of apology. That's what they'll get. That's, 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 I don't that's even the, think they're going to get that's that. That's the best. Be yeah, honest. it probably won't be well-written. It'll just be a tweet, probably. It's LeBron probably. only gets the tweets. They probably won't even get a tweet. But All, all I know is that... I need a recovery beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, listen. Nobody died out there. So, it, I mean, let's at least look at it like that. How do Nobody I died. That a drop? Um, and let's just be excited. Kid was watching, and he's seen I'm that I'm watching, just like you guys. <laughs> uh, you know, but no, no. Here's the thing for the for the refs. I like the correct calls were made. You know, as far as like, hey, it was you know, it was Golden State ball should have been, yeah. and then you know he signals the timeout. The problem is. Once you come out of that, that's when you have to like, it's what they're saying. You got to like get everybody to get them. Like, okay. Obviously there's some confusion there because the Mavs seen his direction of the timeout thing thinking, Hey, they said, you know, Mavs ball. And if Sean, and Sean Heath probably thought the same thing of like, Oh, Mavs ball. 
It's like, look at the motion of you know, his hands pointing down the other end of the floor. So, I mean, that was that. And they come out, you know, one, one ref is obviously inbounding the ball. The other refs at half court, the other ref, the third ref is on the other end with the Mavs players. Yeah. I think it, so like that third ref is clearly not on the same page with the other ones. So uh, he wasn't on the same page for the entire game. I don't, <laughs> there were calls <laughs> well, made, but I just did not get. So, so anyway, that's where they, they should have just like, Hey, let's come together. Let's figure this thing out if they didn't understand it. But then the other refs like, no, here you go. We all can just have this. So there's not gonna, anything that's going to come from the protest. No. I mean, that's just Mark's. I thought one of the wilder, wilder things about this though. So, I didn't get a chance. I, I couldn't go to the game tonight. So I was watching on the broadcast. Jeff Van Gundy says at the beginning of the fourth quarter, hey, Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban said in the middle of the third, you know, in between the third and fourth quarter that he's going to protest this game if it's a two point or less, you know, like loss. So I'm sitting, you know, watching the four. I'm like, all right, let's just see if, if they lose this game, if it's under two points. The funniest thing about this whole dang thing. Okay, so Golden State scores. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Golden State scores. They're up by five. Yeah. And there's 1.7 seconds left. <laughs> Obviously, you can't do anything with that. Mavs call timeout. They call, <laughs> they call timeout and get the ball at midcourt. And I'm like, oh, my. As soon as they call timeout, I'm like, they're legitimately going to go for a three here just to try to get this thing at two points so he can protest it. I started looking up the FanDuel odds because, like, does Kid just want them to cover? Like, does he just want them to cover this game, like, to get it within two points? And then Reggie hits the shot, oh like, my on the gosh. move, and it goes in, and I just start audibly laughing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they really did it. Cuban's 100% protesting now. And I was, and I tweeted out, like, having fun with it, and, you know, then he confirms it with a lot of people, and I was like, it was just an incredible sequence. Oh, I mean... I say incredible. Incredible is relatively incredibly hilarious, sense, but... right? Like you know, at certain points in your life when like bad things are happening to you, and you just have to like laugh at it. Like my wife talks about this when she was you know a teacher. Like at a certain point, you just laugh at like another another crazy dumb thing happened. You just got to laugh at it at a certain point. Another that's kid... what I said in the Spurs game the other night when Maxi threw it out of bounds. I was like, I just started laughing because that's the only thing you can do at that point. And then listen to lockdown maps afterwards. Uh, the exactly. rules of a protest, they have to be, it has to be filed within 48 hours. The conclusion of the game this is from Bobby Mark. Cha-ching. Uh, the maps have to pay $10,000 as a protest fee. So oh, and Cuban's it will be got that in his sock, but it will be refunded if it's successful. So th- that's, that's a, a donation. That's a to donation the to, to the league. Yeah. <laughs> the maps have five days to provide evidence. So you tweeted out that there could be a Zapruder film situation. And I, I think we're already starting to see it. Uh, yes, yeah, so the video coordinator, you know, there's some people working overtime tonight. Then the decision of the commissioner is five days after the receipt of evidence. So he gets to, he gets five days to look at the evidence the Mavs provide him and decide what happened. So uh, we might not hear for like a week after this or, or 10 days is the longest I guess we could hear. So if we get to the end of next week and we haven't heard anything yet, then, you know, I don't know. Something is crazy happened. But coming up, th- this is not the reason why the Mavs lost the game, right? Yes, like, it is, Nick. It is a two-point game. Don't tell me that. They were given two points when they probably shouldn't have. It was all confusing. But the fourth, it came down to another clutch loss. How did the Mavericks lose in the clutch? I know the answer. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me have, I know the answer. Don't you? (laughs) I love love those lines. They're my favorite. I do. (laughs) All right. But before we do, let me tell you about the ultimate pro basketball GM mobile game. It's so addictive. How many titles have you won on that game? Let me tell you, I my team 
is the greatest regular season team of all time. We have done, <laughs> we have won 70 games and didn't win the title. We have gone to four or five conference. I just cannot win this title. I literally have LeBron on my team. It's like a five-star, uh, 100, yeah. 100 ranked guy. I have like four other 90 ranked players and I still can't win the title. I've got one of the best coaches in the league. I don't know what's going on. You will have better success on this app than me. It's so fun. You get to do trades. You get to train players. You get to hire coaches. You get to train coaches. You get to do all kinds of fun stuff, free agency, draft, all within this mobile game. And if you use the promo code locked on in the, in the, in the, uh, the mobile store in the app. So download the app, go to the mobile store where you like buy, you know, extra stuff. Use the redeem and go to locked on. You'll get extra money in your account as well. That will help you go to probasketballgm.com. It's super fun. Go play it right now. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. All right, Isaac Harris. Thanks for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps. We appreciate each and every one of you that hangs out with us after a loss. I appreciate especially Cody and Sean that I met at the game tonight. We appreciate uh, the guy walking out afterwards that called me Isaac. I really appreciate you. Um, so he was looking for you, but apparently, but he saw me I instead. I appreciate. I appreciate Kane Pittman that said he would listen to this episode tonight. I appreciate all of you. Yeah, I uh, love Kane. Shout out to you. Kane's guys. like big time now on ESPN. I know. He's like ESPN. I'm surprised he still talks to us. He doesn't. He just watches the show and then like scoffs at us probably. He he covers, you know, the Bucks. So yeah. he is uh he enjoys taking his shots at us uh, about Jason Kidd. He he knows what it's like. Also, his team plays defense now, so I, I don't know what that's like anymore. Um the Dallas Mavericks didn't lose this game because of that third quarter play. The Dallas Mavericks uh, lost this game because of Draymond Green. That's my answer. I'm, I'm gonna I'm sticking to it. Like you could say so many things. You could talk about the points in the paint. The Mavs allowed 66 points in the paint to the Warriors. But as I said on the show just yesterday, the Mavericks are eight and five when they allow 60 or more points in the paint. So they have found ways to win these games, and they could have found another way to win this one. It was Draymond Green's play late. He gets his fifth foul with three minutes to go in the game. Mavs are up by one at that point. Then. He just has play after play after play in this one. You have two minutes and 33 seconds. Draymond strips Josh Green, just like grabs the ball Kawhi Leonard style, just rips it right out of his hands. Two minutes and 20 seconds. Hardy attacks Draymond Green, and Draymond Green, perfect defense. I thought maybe his arms were a little bit He leaned leaning, a little bit. Leaning a little bit, but he, got the, he gets the defensive player of the year benefit of the doubt against the rookie. Great defense on that play. Then you had the, you know, you had like late plays. Like there, there's so much stuff. Uh, there was just so much stuff that Draymond Green did in this game that I thought he really sealed the game, and I thought he took the game instead of the Dallas Mavericks taking the game. What What about the random stretch in the first of the third quarter when he had like a seven zero run by himself? He, he hit a three. He had two, you know, two shots in the paint that he hit. I'm like, what is this? Did y'all like design this up? Because uh, you know Draymond's not a big scorer, and he had 14 in this game, but. You know, it's not all the box score with him, even though he had eight assists, you know, four boards, he had three steals, he had four blocks. I mean, the box score is still impressive, but still he does so much more. I mean, this is this is one of those games where, uh, you know, he's not I get it. A lot of people don't like Draymond Green. That was a Draymond Green. Some of his new media stuff is so annoying to me, but. I, you know, I've been a huge fan of, of Draymond. I've wanted him in Dallas for so long. I've said for years now, I feel like, that he would be a perfect fit in Dallas ever since Luka got here. Um, he has a lot of respect for Luka. Anyway, this is one of those games that you watch and you're like, dang, man. Yeah. Like, if we had Draymond, 
Like that would be like, that's the type of player, the personality, the defense, the, all of it um, probably don't need, you know, somebody to punch a teammate, but this, everything he brings to, to the game. And he's, he's literally one of the best defensive players of all time. One of the smartest players I've ever seen too. And just, it's just why I remember his Michigan state days and now, now just seeing him, he's second round pick, seeing what he's turned into now. It it's only because of how smart he is and his basketball IQ. And no matter how much you dislike him, some of you listening, but his IQ is insane. Yeah, I thought he took this game, and I thought the Mavericks didn't really have an answer for him on offense, on their own offense, even though they played a pretty good offensive game. I think they finished with like 126 offensive rating. Still great. Uh, the Mavericks, you know, I think Draymond took this game, but then the Mavericks gave it up in so many other ways, too. Like the 66 mm-hmm. points in the paint, I'm not going to gloss over. I don't think it was the one reason they lost, but it was definitely one of the one of the factors for sure. They just the Warriors got so many backdoor cuts, and they do this because they moved the ball around. They didn't have one guy yeah. that just went off. Like uh, Hardy had 27 points, he outscored every single Warrior by like multiple baskets. Curry only had 20. Kuminga had 22 in this game. Kuminga had 22 because he just kept cutting and just kept yeah. getting dunks and wide open dunks back door like that. Those are the points in the paint. They don't just have a guy backing people down like Looney didn't go off and back people down in the post. They just had guys cutting and rolling and finishing in the lane when the Mavericks just missed their rotations. And and this is this is why. So no Kyrie in this game and no Tim Hardaway in this game. Like this is a game where you just notice the Mavs just aren't connected. The team that we saw last year that had played together for so long, that had good defensive wings, that had guys that were smart, knew where to be and all that kind of stuff, we're not seeing that this season. We're seeing Jaden Hardy, who hasn't played enough this season, trying to go out there, and Jason Kidd after the game said that he was great on offense. And this is Jason Kidd's direct quote about Hardy. He did his best on defense. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard a coach be like, you know, he did his best. Like, God love him. Like, he did his best. I mean, it's the truth. Dwight Powell, this it looked like it looked like a playoff game. We're like, oh dang, this is why Dwight Powell can't play in this series because it just kept like they just kept cutting back door and he just couldn't recover enough. Christian Wood got a, got an extended uh, run at least for our Mavericks big in this game. Maxi Kleba struggled in this game to like recover because there's just so much ground to cover with the Warriors. Yeah. Swinging the ball around all over the place. 33 assists for the Warriors in this game. Uh, and so you just have this team that's not connected interconnectedly, and so they're not going to be able to play defense. They don't have the personnel for it. They're not connected enough. Like, And this is where you start seeing that. That hurts you a lot is against a team that knows what they're doing, has played together for a long time, and Steph, Clay, and, and Draymond. And like even Kuminga. Like, Kuminga's been on the Warriors longer than Dude. most of the Mavericks have been on the Mavericks. Yeah, I mean, he had, like you say, he had 22. He's had a good little stretch of games here for a little bit. Um, he's a lot of fun off the bench for him. But not to go back to Draymond, but like they have a defensive leader, defensive anchor. And, yeah. you know, Dallas doesn't have that. You start looking at, you know, individually where some of these guys are at defensively. And it's like Josh feels like he's still kind of like deer in the headlights at times. I mean, right now, Luka is a negative on the defensive end. That's sure. just there's no other way to put that. I mean, he, he was he had a he had a moment in the third quarter where his his leg started bothering him again. He contested Draymond on a on a fast break, and then he, he was holding his leg a little bit. Like he's just he's not a hundred percent, and when he's not a hundred percent, it really hurts him. Yeah, I mean, a couple of his fouls tonight were people just trying to drive past him. He just couldn't move his feet fast enough. So, you know, he's getting beat on rotations. Whenever whenever there was a stretch there that Luca, Jaden Hardy, and Christian Wood were on the floor together, Oof. I mean, those are three negatives on the defensive end and you saw it in some of the rotations i mean you saw it with with luca on that last you know play with steph when he's driving through the you know to the paint 
you know, they brought the man up. That was the seal play of Draymond of Reggie in the paint. And, you know, Luca didn't switch on that. I don't know what was happening there, but it's just, they have a lot of players. They're just not positives on the defensive end. I do want to praise Reggie Bullock because I thought Reggie played some pretty dang good defense on Steph Curry tonight, especially in the fourth quarter. Limited him. He only he took 18 shots. He only scored 20 points. Like that, that is really limited him. Even in the fourth quarter, there was a moment with about a minute left, I think. There was that moment where Steph Curry was dribbling and was like all of a sudden on the ground dribbling and he kept his dribble alive. But it was because yeah. Reggie Bullock was playing such good defense against him. Like it's him, Josh Green's hustle plays, a couple of like Christian Wood plays at the rim, a couple of Maxi plays at the rim. And like that's all the Mavs defense can do. Like you, you're just getting beat so many other different ways. But coming up. Let's talk about Luca, how he looked in his return, and then let's talk about Jaden Hardy because Jaden Hardy had a party, baby, a party. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. I thought that maybe at a certain point in this game when Jason Kidd called the timeout late in the game to try and call up a three when they were down by five, I was like, man, does he think that they need to cover this game? Like, Is he trying to look at the FanDuel odds right now? Uh, I'm not accusing him of anything. I'm just saying that maybe something, something could happen in that sense. Um, FanDuel has, has you covered for all kinds of different odds and lines all across sports. Go to FanDuel.com slash lockdown and see what's available to you. And then also, Thunder Clippers. This, these games are huge now for the Mavericks. Who do you think is favored in that game? Thunder Clippers, Paul George, obviously out. Oh, OKC by two. Clippers by three still. Get out of here. Clippers, a minus 152 money line. Thunder plus one twenty eight, so you can bet a hundred bucks on the Thunder, and if they win, no matter what the score is, you can win one hundred twenty eight bucks on that. So go check it out, see what's available for you on Fanduel. Again, Fanduel.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac Harris. Appreciate everybody that's still listening to the podcast. You're part of the Raccoon Squad. If you listen every day, you're still listening after a loss like this. Let's talk about Luca's return. It's wild that we're kind of getting to this point of the podcast and talking about Luca and his return, but uh, Luca. 41 minutes, first first game back, 30 points, 17 assists, yeah. five, five turnovers. That's a low number considering that many assists. Uh, 11 of 27 from the field, 6 of 10 from the free throw line, 2 of 10 from 3. What did you see from Luka in this game? I saw what Luka's going to look like when he's 35. <laughs> because, and and that's, that's honestly a compliment because this is what – you're going for your soundboard oh, right now. And I'll be able to touch the car. <laughs> um, it's vintage. This is it's an antique. But this is what Luca's going to be able to do, you know, 12 years from now. Yeah. The, you know, he's not, when he's 35, what's going to, what's going to be happening? He's not going to be able to create as much separation on the, on the three pointers. He's going to get blown past defensively. He's going to get called for fouls when he can't move his feet fast enough. Closing out's going to be tough for him. He's not going to block out. Tonight's Tonight was like, Okay, this is what he's going to look like late in his career. He's going to still be able to just slice up a def- you know defense passing and find the open man and make the perfect passes and all that stuff. He's still going to be able to get into the paint and use his body and get and ones and do his whole like all right, let me you know, drive past you a little bit and then slow down, you know, super yeah. slow and then get the foul call and get the shot. He's still going to be complaining when he's 35. He's still going to, you know, We'll have That's robot. It. We'll have robot reps by then. It'll be fine. But that, like, I say that honestly as a compliment, not as a, as a negative. That he is that good, and all the stuff like him coming back tonight. He he clearly, even from the very beginning, before he like reaggravated his injury a little bit, 
um, or not re-aggravated, I shouldn't say that, but he got hampered up a He was like bit. holding his left ankle. because It was the left thigh yeah. injury that he was dealing with, and he was holding his left ankles. I don't know what was going on, but something, he, it was hurting. Yeah, but even early on, it's like, okay, you can tell he's not 100%. I mean, you don't expect him to be 100% coming back from the injury and stuff, but he he still got to his spots. He still did his, his threes, even early on in the first quarter, were you know front-rimming. So it's like, all right, yeah. he, it's going to take a little bit to get his legs back, but he's, I mean, Luca's amazing and he's he's insane and he's not 100% right now. So he's not and neither is Kyrie and that 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 may we talked a lot about what will define the season. That may just end up defining the season. If those guys aren't right and 100% even, this team can't win. They have to be perfect on offense to win games. And if they're not 100% perfect like health-wise, then they're just not going to win. Yeah. I do wish I was thinking about this after we did the pod yesterday. I was like I wish I could go back and edit it now and add something in there. <laughs> Um, because I think we should have put some like positive, more positive stuff about the first half of Lucas season. Because you know, right now we are frustrated with how the season is and all of that. And but realistically, they're still like, you know, it's not like they're like tanking right now. You know, they're right there fighting for. Are they not? Um, you know, they could still finish sixth in the Western Conference, and a lot of that would have to do yeah. with, you know, Lucas. You know what top six MVP season, you know, he might be able to sneak in there at four or five on that. But um, anyway, he deserved more praise on yesterday's pod for what a stat or something that defines the season. Yeah. You can do that on maps.com. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will this Friday on the corner three. <laughs> Studio you can 41. Listen, yeah. You can, you can go, listen you to can it on Saturday. Me, Bobby and cat. We'll talk about it on 97. One, the freak from 12 to two. If you want to listen to that here in Dallas, that's uh, a corner three. Touche. <laughs> uh, over here, we're still going to lament what's happening at this season. Let's talk about let's talk about our boy though. Party, let's go party. Love this guy. He's so fun, man. It's so uh, so easy to root for, and like so fun. Jaden Hardy finishes his game 25 minutes off the bench, 27 points, five boards, an assist, uh, steal, zero turnovers. Huge, six of nine from three. Some of those defensive possessions should be turnovers or something. Isaac, Isaac, <laughs> ten of 18 for the field, six of nine from three. <laughs> wow, that's nice. Uh, only one of two for the free throw line, but Jaden Hardy. I, the thing that stood out to me the most about Jaden Hardy, and like we've seen this over and over again, he can score. We know he's if he plays. 15 minutes, he's going to score 15 points. That's just the rule this season. He's not afraid of anything. We've seen this in his drives to the rim this year. We saw it in this game where it felt like a playoff atmosphere. There was a ton of Warriors fans in the crowd. Like every Warriors basket, you could hear it. There's a guy like 10 rows ahead of me that was holding up a giant fat head, Steph Curry head <laughs> every time they scored a basket. Uh, like there was a ton of Warriors fans in there. I met one of them after the game too that was with like a Mavericks family that, a was, a, breed. that was a Warriors fan. And he just took, even late in the game, like he went, he was closing this game out. He just went out there and was like, I'll hit a bucket here. I'll, I'll hit a couple of threes. Like there was a couple of times late in this game, he hit threes that were just massive. Two minutes and 30 seconds left in the game. He blocks Clay Thompson on a transition layup that definitely Off helped the backboard, yeah. Helped the Mavericks. That was a huge play. Like he hit a couple of threes late. Like just, he attacked and, and got, you know, with one minute, 45 seconds left, he attacked and got fouled, made one of his two free throws there. He just has no fear. I mean, he stepped into the Kyrie role late, and 
I mean, he's doing as much as you can imagine right now. I mean, he's one of the one of the better stories of the second half of the season right now for for Dallas and just I mean, his three-point shooting I think has been incredible. He's like so 37% uh, on the season heading into this game. So he's probably what 38, you know, 30 38.5% right now for the season. Um we know how his role has been kind of like a roller coaster from G League to you know, playing fourth quarter minutes, you know, with Luca. I mean, there was a possession tonight, and I almost tweeted it out. I'm like, who would have thought this? That the Mavericks are fighting for playoff seeding with the Warriors with, you know, what, 10 games left in the season. It's the fourth quarter, and there's a possession in which Luca's walking down the fourth, and he throws it one handed to Hardy <laughs> and is like, you got it. And Luca's deferring to Hardy in that game. Like, it's like one of the best case scenarios. And, you know, on a bigger picture thing, you know, Josh has tailed off, you know, re- recently. But if you look at, you know, collectively for the season for Josh, the the idea of Josh and um, and Jaden together having like, OK, that you could go into this offseason saying feeling good about them right, in their rotation. They're real players. You know, like that's the thing. Like they're both real players going into the summer. That's that's a positive for this team. Uh, last six games for Jaden Hardy. He's playing just about 28 minutes a game, 20 points, 43% from the field, 46% from three, uh, four free throw attempts per game, which is good. That's more than like Jalen Brunson last year. Uh, almost three assists a game, just just about two turnovers, and he's been a positive in the plus minus. Like we, we've seen really good stuff from Jaden Hardy, and he, I feel like he's starting to get it on defense. He's not going to be good, right? Like we know uh. he's going to be a negative, but he's at least starting to understand like, where to be and here and there. And this is stuff that That's I wanted them right. to figure out in December or, or, in, or in January. And it's just yeah. a little too late for that at this point, but he, I, he, he has been a revelation. It's been great to see his, you know, the whole thing about him was just how much he's a bucket and how he's a natural scorer and he can, all of that, his ability to score at the level he is right now at at this point of his career and i say that not just with, because of rookie season but because of the lack of even playing time like imagine if he had a bigger role you know another year or so from now like i mean we we've thrown out jordan Poole's name you know a lot and you know he went against him tonight they guard each other a few possessions but yeah man that his scoring ability is special and he's so so fun. I mean, we've talked about it so many times. It's so fun to root for too. I don't know what I'm really curious what his role is going to be in the Frank should never play again. So people uh, forget about Frank. I had that. I shouldn't one say. I, I shouldn't that say that. Loaded. That was mean. But he, in in which everyone is healthy, Frank probably shouldn't play. Jaden should always play over. Your your whom is, is is screaming at the end of this drop. People forget about Frank. Scream mm. <laughs> scream. Mm. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Jaden Hardy was great in this game. It, he was the, the the bright spot. Luka Doncic coming back and, and not being healthy. Like somebody pointed out, like in my, my post game reaction, they're like, "You said Hardy was the lone bright spot. What about Luka? Like, I don't know if I'm feeling real good about Luka. Like, he produced, yeah, but he wasn't efficient. You could tell he's hurt. You could tell he's not going to be 100 percent this season. I'm not feeling good about that. I am feeling good about what we saw from Jaden Hardy, though. Hopefully, he gets more time. And, uh, and we'll see more from him. But, yeah, let us know in the comment section what was the most frustrating part about this game. I'm sure there are many things you can point to. We'll be hey, back. guys, come, coming up, two games against the Hornets. We could add them to the list. The list of what? What list? From yesterday's pod. Oh about the, the, the bottom ten teams. 
There's a chance here. No, they, I mean. And you're trying the anti-jinx now is what you're trying to do? Guys. From yesterday? It, okay, let me, let you me ask you this. You jinxed them so hard yesterday that you're trying the anti-jinx now. <laughs> Will it be a new low if they lose to Charlotte? 100%. Any of, either of those games. The, the, the season will be ended again. Here's here's one thing though that I did say on Locked On Sports today. Uh, like the season's still not over. Some people were saying like put them in ice, like it's it's done. Yeah. Wrap the season. The West is still three games out of fourth. I was gonna say they like they can still finish above the play in. Like this is just how wild everything. It's, it's is. just how wild the West is this season. Like anything can happen still. These last couple of weeks are gonna be wild. You have to stay with us. You have to stick with us. Go listen to Locked On uh, Sports today. That that make your second listen because I was on it today. You can go hear from Peter Bukowski and all of the Locked On hosts from the biggest stories in sports. Locked On Sports today on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>